Next up on the Audio Visual Podcast, it's national radio personality, Andy Ani. I always feel like people are scared to do this, just to like ask us how how to get involved, how to, you know, get into radio, how to get into TV or any kind of digital media. I, that's what got me hired at my first radio job. I literally just asked this person, hey, could you get me hired there? And they're like, send in your resume. And I'm like, the rest is history. So I'm like, you just don't be afraid to ask because you never know. And at the very least, you, you create a relationship with this person that could be beneficial later. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Audio Visual Podcast, a podcast where you can get in-depth interviews with broadcasters, marketers, streamers, gamers, small and large business owners, and more. The podcast that shows everyone has a creative side, no matter what career field or hobby you do. You're tuning in to the Audio Visual Podcast. Hello, everybody. Kyle Dean here with you once again. Thank you for tuning in. And we've been having some great guests here throughout the last few episodes. And uh, I will have to introduce here another great person that I used to work with here for a couple of years or so. And it is Andy Ani. And Andy, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. You know, it's kind of interesting getting back into I guess behind the microphone no doubt about that um, just something that you learned and then you you always have an itch for I've noticed I've just had that itch to get back into radio sometimes and this has really been a great time podcasting no doubt about that and you actually know a little about that too don't you yeah, you know, I have stepped out of um, radio for, for a short time, and I did feel like I was mourning a loss of my creative outlet, and I had to get back into it because I just, like, something was missing, so I, I totally get that. Yes, yeah, and I, I, I even, you know, during the pandemic, I got, like, all this equipment, and I'm like, well, now what do I do with it? Just, like, a hobby, so this works good. Why not? <laughs> Let's do yeah. it. Let's make a podcast, so... So, Andy, we're just going to break down a little bit here to uh, talk a little bit about your career. But before we do that, what I've been doing with all my guests here is just do some rapid-fire questions. It's just a fun time to really get to know you a little bit better and break the ice. So are you ready for some rapid-fire questions? I hope so. You well, hope so. <laughs> they're, they're simple. They're easy. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. I first stand by off, what I said. <laughs> okay. for, first off, what is your favorite color? Um, I would say burnt orange, maybe black. If we're talking about clothing, because it's a different wow. thing. Oh, that is okay. See, I would never thought clothing would be a different thing, but there you go. Yeah, burnt orange. That is that is unique. How did that come up? I'm just very curious. Um, I don't know. I just I like sunsets, and I think that's a really pretty color. And it's one of those that you don't usually hear people say they like a lot, and I do. So I'm just running with it. That's the one I like to I like to have around the house. So. Perfect. Nice. So what is uh, your favorite food? Uh, chicken fettuccine alfredo or basically any kind of pasta. Okay. That that sounds... I love pasta. Spaghetti's my go-to for pasta. I know. Pretty plain Jane, but it still works. <laughs> What's your... What, what was that? I said I'm not judging. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. What is your favorite movie or TV show? So um, favorite TV show right now is The Last of Us. Okay. Yeah, that's uh that is pretty big one right now. Did you play the video game, I guess? No, I'm not a gamer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, cuz another person I interviewed, actually Amber Wheeler, she said The Last of Us too. So, and I asked her the same question. 
did you play the video game? She's like, I didn't even know it was a video game. So <laughs> what is your go-to karaoke song or what is your favorite song or both? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't do a lot of karaoke, but I will say my favorite song for the longest time has been Okay, I Believe You, but my Tommy Gun Don't by Brand New, but I should probably update that at some point, but yeah. <laughs> there, You don't need the update songs at all. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm still stuck in the early 2000s for my favorite song, so <laughs> nothing's wrong with that. What's your favorite game? Could be a board game, video game, anything like that. So I'm, again, not really a big gamer, but I would definitely play you in a hand of rummy. Rummy? I've never played that, I don't think. And I would probably lose. <laughs> money on it. If, but no, we don't want to put money on it. No, 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 no. <laughs> this one, this next question has been stumping a lot of people. What is a good spy code name for you? Injured Iris, because I can laugh at myself. And I also really enjoy that song from the Goo Goo Dolls. So. Injured Iris? Wow. That, that... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that story here as she points to her eye. It's just like, we'll get to that. Uh, what's your go-to lazy dinner? Uh, peanut butter and jelly. Nothing's wrong with that. That's also <laughs> my kid's favorite. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Would your 12-year-old self think you were cool? Probably for like the first 10 minutes of our conversation then it would probably fizzle out but it'd be a really good 10 minute conversation then it would just <laughs> 10 year old andy or 12 year old andy it would be like 10 yeah. minutes that's that's good <laughs> would you rather sleep in late or take a long nap at midday i would like to sleep in i never do but that would be yeah. nice yeah that that would be nice i miss that too who is your hero for the last rapid fire question Batman. Just kidding. Bat I know that's not what you meant. <laughs> but I don't know if I really have like one specific person that I idolize. Um, maybe just like everyone who's, you know, going after their goals and pursuing their dreams. I think that's kind of admirable. So that's cool. Awesome. Uh, you know, I would accept the answer Batman too. So. Oh, dang. I should have yeah, loved it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that is actually my kid's favorite superhero too, my boys. So. It worked out. It worked out perfectly. <laughs> so uh, once again, rapid fire questions here. Andy, that was awesome. Uh, thank you for doing that really quick. It just a good icebreaker. But, you know, it's always interesting to see what answers we get. The karaoke song is always hilarious to hear sometimes, too, if they do that one. And then I try to have them belt it out, but they don't want to. So See, I knew you were going to do that. That's why I didn't even go with the karaoke song. Because I'm like, if he says it, he's going to make me sing it. So I'm well, just Mm -mm. Now I need to know what's your karaoke song. What is it? I'm not no. gonna have you belt it out. Yes. No, no, maybe like four non blondes because it's like one that every single karaoke bar has. That what's going on? But okay, yeah. Okay, so now you have to belt it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna go for it. We're gonna break the speaker again here. Oh, and then all the listeners will tune out. So thank you. No, no, you would have been great. That was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> So we're going to, she just shakes her head. She's like, oh my, what, what am I doing on this podcast? Can't believe I said yes to this guy. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to break down a little bit now. Um, I hope we have a little fun with this just because uh, you and I, we worked in radio for uh, several years, kind of on and off, went back to radio and all that. But I guess first things first, are you from North Dakota originally? Or are you from um, a different state or around the nation? 
So I'm not from North Dakota. I'm actually coming up on my fourth year here now. So um, that's pretty soon. But I'm from Illinois originally. And okay. when I say Illinois, I, I mean the southern half of the state because it's completely different from the northern half of the state. So okay, yeah, lots of cornfields. That's about so it. more of a farm area, similar yeah. to North Dakota, you would say exactly. in that. Okay. Are you a Chicago Bears fan? I'm not a sports fan whatsoever. So <laughs> I had to ask. I had yeah. to ask because Illinois and all that. So, yeah. okay. So now, coming. How did you come to North Dakota? I mean, Illinois, the North Dakota. That is quite a big move on that. Yeah, I think that everybody goes through this point in their lives when they're just like, I want to get out of my hometown. I want to do something different. And that's kind of what I was going through. And then a job opportunity popped up out here. And it was, you know, decent pay and radio. And I'm like, sure, I'm going to leave my, my first radio station, leave my hometown and just do something different. So that's kind of what got me out here. Uh, did you go to college for radio and everything like that or broadcasting? I did. I went through a broadcasting program at SIU. Go dogs. Um, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it was intense. It was. It, yeah, that's cool. So, your journey from radio and the television industry, which we'll kind of break that down a little bit more. What inspired you to pursue a career in radio? Wow, I wish I had a, a really good answer to this question. I think um, when I was in high school, I was doing a lot of creative writing, and I had a teacher that's like, you cannot go to school for this because you're never going to make any money. You're going to have to find something else. And I'm like, okay. So I saw that there was um, – it started in journalism, and then it kind of evolved into mm -hmm. uh, me going into this broadcasting program. And, and, you know, that's just something I stuck with. And I've heard the same thing. It's like radio, really? and Or broadcasting in general. That doesn't make too much money. And I remember when I went through college, the oil boom was going at its super high peak. And that's where everybody went almost. And it's like, you could have got a job there without any four-year degree. And I'm like, no, I really want to do something broadcasting. So, uh, yeah, I completely understand. I, I didn't care about the money aspect at all. That's for sure. And the creativity side was always fun, too, I thought, and yeah what what inspired you or i guess wait what challenges have you faced in your career um throughout it could be radio or television or throughout what and how did you overcome any of them oh quite a few challenges because as you just mentioned you know uh, broadcasting doesn't always pay a lot especially starting out mm -hmm. um a lot of times you start out having to pay your dues and you're running you're running you're running and you're struggling with rent so that's always been um a struggle but i think a lot of people have that issue starting out in any industry too so mm -hmm. not to knock radio specifically um but you know i think i've, I've had you know some competition, competitive stuff. I think that this um, field is very competitive, whether people want to acknowledge it or not. There is that, you know, fear like, oh, am I going to get replaced? Am I am I doing this right? Do I sound as good as this person? Um, do I sound unique? Um, and that's something I think that even today I, I continue to struggle with. So, Yeah, no, and sounding unique is always the most interesting part just because, you know, you can have a radio voice, but can you enunciate everything how you want to on air and the creativity side and like that and for speaking of kind of the radio side to tv side what was kind of that transition because you worked on both sides why why did you go to the tv for a little bit just see if the grass is greener on the other side or just get more get your feet wet a little bit more in the broadcast industry 
So, you know, it's funny because when I was going through the broadcasting program, it was more geared toward um, television because just there was a lot more jobs. It was kind of more popular at the time. So I had done a lot of TV training. Um, Not that I had gotten a lot of experience with it, but, um, you know, when I left my or when I got laid off during the pandemic, because that did happen um, from my radio job that I moved out here for, I switched over to TV because it was one of those... um, one of the few things that was available at the time. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can do this. And I did. And, you know, it was it was a really good experience, honestly. So that's yeah. kind of what happened. Yeah. And, you know, the pandemic was definitely, I think, for broadcast industry. And I think more what we saw was the radio industry. That really did have a big impact how everything kind of changed. Not just our, our career fields, but I think everybody. But we noticed it quite a bit on what happened during that and but i that was awesome that a tv position was open that you could expand your horizon on that for sure and you probably met a lot of cool people during that that stint there didn't you you know i i'm really kind of grateful in a way that it happened because whenever i moved out here i didn't know anyone i'm by myself i'm struggling to to make connections i'm struggling to you know really um put myself in the community put myself out there but whenever i i did start doing tv i was just constantly out there interviewing people um you know just meeting people in a way that i wouldn't have gotten to just doing radio so it helped me build those connections here in bismarck and kind of make it more my home so yeah yeah, and that's, that's great to hear, trying to make a home in Bismarck, the place where you work at, really make those connections. So you went then back to radio. What was that choice? I mean, you went from one station to TV to now where you are currently, correct? Yes. Yep. yep. I am back in radio. You know, it's kind of, it's my, it's my comfort zone. It's what I started with, and it's just something that I've always kind of, I I missed. I missed it a lot. It's, again, one of those creative outlets. When you're doing television or news television, it's still, it's it's really cool to be in front of a camera to, you know, find stories and connect with people and share, like, these emotional journeys with people. But it's also different um, to have, like, the opportunity to really just be yourself and, you know, put your personality out there. And that's kind of what my, uh, what the big difference was for me that I wanted to kind of get back into doing. Yeah, no. Do you have a friend over there that... I that, do. Okay. Yeah. I have my cat. She wants to make an appearance, maybe. That's fine. Okay, what, we'll see. Okay. What's the kitty's name? You have to say that now. Her, her name is Penny. Penny? Okay. I, I think our cat's somewhere in the house here. Cooper. Cooper is, but I, I don't know where he is. He's probably sleeping somewhere, so... <laughs> So uh, I, we got distracted there by the cat. I apologize because <laughs> I heard a meow in the microphone. I'm like, what? <laughs> she's got a loud meow is the thing. And, you know, she's got to be in the she, middle of everything. She, is she is she a future radio star, too? You know, she's got the pipes. She could she's be. Got- <laughs> she does. So continuing on that, uh, your current station or your current radio gig that you have um, how's how's that been going as and how's your creativity kind of influence what you do now um it's been going really well um i i think i've really gotten to you know expand in a lot of different ways i i started it i want to say back in march so coming up on my one year anniversary with this company and you know i've gotten to do a lot creatively and i think i, I really enjoy the people i work with and um yeah, it's just a, it's a different, a whole different, I don't know, a different feeling working. You mm-hmm. go from working for one company to another, you learn all the quirks and it's just, it's nice. It, it, I do feel like I have a, a good connection with these people. 
Good. And that that's good to hear on all that. And the creativity aspect, you know, you can always be as creative as you want, I think, if they allow the freedom. And sometimes, you know, you hear people come up with insane ideas, but then those are the ones that are just that really stick to a lot of people for that, I well, would say. Yeah. The creative thing, it's like, it's always within reason. And I always struggle with that line. What is within reason? It's always up for interpretation. You don't know until they tell you. And usually Mm -hmm. it's not good when they tell you. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, I actually talked to Bromo here, too. And you work with Bromo. And uh, Bromo talked about the radio of the old days where the creativity was a little bit different at then, where they could stretch what they could do in reason, I guess you would say. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) So being in the industry for a while now, what, where do you think the industry is headed for radio? Just because it's kind of been going back and forth. You've heard, you know, many times, oh, radio is dying, but it's still here. It's still in your car. It's online now. It's podcast format. Technically, you could say, hey, hi, kitty, uh, for that. So what do you think? Um, so... You know, like you said, it's always evolving. Um, radio has been around for a long time. I, I think it is going to stay. You know, I don't think it's just going to, you know, disappear. The airwaves are always going to be here. Um, and, you know, it's always um, interesting that people say that, you know, oh, it's it's dying and it's really discouraging because, like, why would someone come up to you knowing you work in radio and say that to you, number one? But number two, it's just like you don't know that. You really mm-hmm. don't, um, you know, because, you know, we would think that, I don't know, TV would last forever, but now everyone's going to streaming. And I guess that's evolving in a way too, but I just don't think it's going to completely dissolve like everyone thinks it's going to. So No, and it's you work with uh, multiple multimedia channels too, you would say. So you just don't have a radio platform. You have your web and your app and your streaming, right? And you guys, I've noticed, have really focused on a lot of web stuff. Is that correct uh, for kind of what you guys do for, for your radio station? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, the company I currently work for, they don't just focus on radio. And I don't think you can have one singular focus anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a lot of digital. It's a lot of, you know, writing. And it's, it's a challenge because we have to be all over the place, all over social media. We have to be, you know, um, you know, do all this um, stuff to make ourselves really... Um, present with what's happening right now and it's the digital age and it's just you know one of those things that we have to keep up with and it helps you connect with the community too by doing all this stuff that you list it's a it's a i guess it's a career with many hats you would say no doubt about that yeah Yeah. i I like how we're really hyper local i think that's something Mm -hmm. that really works for us Awesome. Now, I've heard you had a great achievement here in the last uh, few months or so for your your career, and uh, you can be heard nationally now. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I get to to be all over the place, so everyone can hear all my mistakes. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> mistakes. No, I, no, yeah. no, no. The live radio is always the best when you make mistakes. It shows that it's real, actually. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I do. No, it, it's been really humbling and it's been, you know, a, a learning experience to be able to put my show out there for, for a lot of, a lot of different places to hear. Um, and it's just, it's really cool that, you know, you can kind of get feedback from different people all over the place and, you know, yeah, learn yeah no feed feedback's important. I still remember when my first boss always brought me in every few months to feedback on your show or sports play by play or anything. And I'm like, Oh boy, we're going to get ripped apart. And usually it wasn't that bad, but it they really focused on what you can improve better. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always good on that. So looking at 
the radio industry just a little bit more. Have you ever interviewed anybody interesting or maybe challenging that 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 would be just like it sticks it sticks in your mind when you did that interview or so? I mean, I, I feel like it, when I worked at my fir- very first radio station, I was just starting out. So everyone I interviewed, it was really challenging and terrifying. I'm not, I'm not sure that any interview is necessarily easy. You always have to prep for it and you know prepare. And then sometimes you don't want to do too much of that because you want it to be authentic and a real conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, I've gotten to interview a, a lot of artists, um, Jimmy Allen. I've gotten to, to meet a lot of artists, but um, yeah, not so much as of late, but. So, Andy, before, you know, everything happened with the pandemic and all that, we were we were actually thinking about starting our own podcast. I have no clue what it was going to be about, but I, I think it would have been more of us trying to figure out what, what what are we doing half the time. So Yeah, yeah. I, we, we had no idea what we were, were going into it with, and, it, of course, it didn't happen, but, um, yeah. but it, yeah, it, it would have been something special, I think. It, <laughs> Our one episode done. That's it. It would be a memorable episode. What have you have you listened to any podcasts? I guess is there any particular ones that you do listen to that are just I get I catchy you're catching. I don't know what to say. Yes. You know, I, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts, and I can't give you like a name offhand. Mm-hmm. But I watch a lot of the the comedian ones. Um, okay. Um, was it Tom Segura? Segura, I can't even say his name. So, and his okay. wife have this little podcast together, and it's just hilarious. But uh, wildly inappropriate for for radio, but very very funny. <laughs> well, so, I'm no comedian, so just going to let you know on that. So, <laughs> well, wildly, Kyle, what's happening? Well, exp- <laughs> so, I guess uh, we were. I was looking at the some of the questions, pre-interview questions that I sent to all my guests, and uh, I heard that you have an interesting story, no doubt. Um, about, uh, I guess we were talking a little bit, Iris, your, uh, your, your, uh, whatever your spy code name was. What was your spy code name again? Now I forgot. Oh, God. Injured it, Iris. There we go. So what, what happened, I guess? What, what's going on? I, I want to hear this story. So technically I did not injure my Iris, but it's the only thing that sounded good as a, a spy name. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, um, it, this was during the pandemic when I was still um, working for the radio station that hired me out here in Bismarck, all of a sudden, super crazy, something I wouldn't wish upon anyone. I woke up one day and I just couldn't see up, couldn't see up. So naturally I, I go to the eye doctor and they're like, oh, this is weird. You should go to another eye doctor and then another eye doctor. And it turns out that my um, retina had detached in my left eye and it was pretty severe. So that same day I ended up having to go to Fargo for surgery and I just looked mm. like awful. <laughs> so, yeah, I was down for the count um, for a while. And then, wow. uh, yeah. That, I, uh, that's got to be a scary situation at the same time, but at least it was not a super serious situation then. Well, I mean, I was very close to losing my vision in my left eye. Um, they said mm-hmm. if I would have waited too much longer, like a, days it could have been, I, I could have lost my vision. So it was really lucky. But um, yeah, I, I went through a, a lot of um, a lot of emotions. I, I wallowed in quite a bit of self-pity for a while. <laughs> and um, I mean, I eventually got back to work and was trying to, you know, just, just get through it. But there was a, a time where I... I suckered one of my friends into driving me out to Medora and I'm just like I want to see these hot air balloons fly because it might be the last beautiful thing I ever see and you're gonna take me I was being so dramatic but I regret nothing 
You know what? I think that's okay on all that. But hot air balloons, that is a very interesting choice for maybe seeing the last thing. But for that, very beautiful with the sunset, right? Yeah, it, it, well, it was actually with the sunrise, so it was it was really pretty. or something something to see. Even, even better. So you went to go see them for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Okay. I perfect. Did. <laughs> I did. You know, um, recently, um, I, I actually had my uh, retina tear in my other eye, but it was like not as severe as as last time. Wow. So I'm just uh, struggling over here. <laughs> You're not struggling. You just don't life. need to see to do radio. Mostly. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and then I could say I've heard how many times when I worked radio for the last how many years, it's like, huh, you have a face for radio. I'm like, thanks. Thanks. That's if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, I think I'd be a millionaire or so. Oh, yeah, that's the worst one. <laughs> that That is. So um, <laughs> the one thing that I've always enjoyed about radio, you know, I did more of the sports play by play stuff. And uh, I know you're a huge fan of sports. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh Love yeah, it. huge fan, huge fan. Go team, go sports. What ball. go basket. <laughs> ball basket? What one thing I liked was the live broadcast. Just because you got out of the studio, you got to go meet with a lot of, I guess, your partners and sponsorships the for the radio station. What's your favorite aspect? Would you say like as a live broadcast, or would it be? Anything similar like that, or I, I don't know. I just enjoyed the live broadcast aspect by 100% out in the community. So yeah, I get what you're saying. It is nice to get out of the studio and kind of interact with the people in your community and kind of mm-hmm. uh, just be out there on the scene or a part of something that's going on. Um, but it's easy to, I'm going to be honest, it's easy to get burnout on that if you're, you know, running, running, running. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say that's my favorite part. I, again, I always, always circle back to just the, the creative freedom. Um, okay. I always, I, I always just like love the, well, nearly like carte blanche aspect of it. I'm just like, I like going into the studio and doing something new every single day and um i think that's kind of my favorite, favorite part how much prep time do you usually do before a show i'm just curious because mine was usually i don't know maybe an hour a couple hours just depends on how much news and stuff are going on that day so well see i feel like it's different if you do like sports and news and okay. i should spend a lot of time prepping you're supposed to stack your show and do all this stuff and um i'm gonna get myself in trouble saying this i do not prep like i walk in there i'm like just gathering what i can and then i'm just you know freestyling <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that i mean that's i think every radio tv person has had a, a day where they're like we're we're going we're seeing what's happening and hopefully it goes well <laughs> that's no doubt about that but now do you do more of like the entertainment news or more of the i guess celebrity stuff or is it what 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 kind of do you focus on then uh for your show would you say so um doing what i do trying to make it suitable for for different places in the country you kind of have to um i you know keep it a, a certain way i guess you don't want to get uh, too local because then you're alienating one group that kind of thing i do some entertainment news but mostly it's like lifestyle stuff things that i feel like any person um could relate to it doesn't necessarily okay. I, I don't like to do so much entertainment news because it just gets exhausting sometimes i love hearing about my favorite celebrities but i also love to hear you know someone in you know relatable talk about something that's you know also bothers me or also um you know just it's a day-to-day thing that you you encounter i just like to hear that i like to talk about the real stuff i guess 
Yeah, and I was just going to say that's definitely the real stuff where it can affect you and I for any lifestyle, I guess, for that. So, yeah, that's really good. I like I like that aspect of what you focus on for your show. Now, what would you say to young people that are looking into a broadcast career or a radio career, television career? What would you say to them? Um, well, there is no such thing as a natural um it's something that you have to work on you're never going to sound perfect you have to work on your cadence your inflection and you need to find someone who's going to mentor you and that sometimes that's hard to do it is competitive like i said um but just be patient with yourself do your homework and just you know remember to it's not just one thing you need to be doing all the things the digital the social media because that's just times are changing and you know with the times changing it's crazy that you need to know like photoshop in some way or form video editing social media (laughs) itself is a whole blown career now you would have to say and all that and that that's the one that's just mind boggling is like social media is changing so fast with what what the algorithm as they say for each social network so and do you handle the social media for the um your guys' stations then um, I don't handle it um, solely. We all okay. contribute to it, which is great. Um, but no, I mean, we all put out our, our own things. And then, of course, I run my own social media accounts and try to brand myself a little bit. But no, yep. we all contribute. So that's kind of great. And that was always an interesting aspect for the company we worked for. Um, trying to brand yourself was one of those things. And that I just never got used to fully. I kind of did in the past, but I never really... I think embraced it as well as I should, or I could have no doubt about that. Cause how much time do you spend by branding yourself and branding your show, but then also make sure your content, it's just like, it's, it's in, encased in all of that to make a yeah. great product, I would say. So it's hard to hit all of those things. And it's also one of those uh, situations where you're like, man, I feel really vain. I'm just sitting here talking about myself, uh, you know, shameless plug. And, you know, it's it's hard to when you're trying to stay humble, it's hard to just do that, too. So it, it is. It is. Well, that that's a, that's some good advice, though, for a lot of young people that are maybe listening to this podcast is that, you know, there's still a career out there for broadcasting. There's no doubt about that. But it's changed a lot where you're going to have to wear many hats and you can see how it's changed from podcasting and um, streaming is definitely one of those things now or YouTube lives or all that it's, or Facebook lives, whatever you want to call it, whatever the newest trend is on TikTok or something like that. So, yeah. And I guess I would just say one other thing as far as advice goes, I, I always feel like people are scared to do this just to like ask us how mm-hmm. how to get involved, how to you know get into radio, how to get into TV or any kind of digital media. Uh, that's what got me hired at my first radio job. I literally just asked this person, hey, could you get me hired there? And they're like, send in your resume. And mm-hmm. I'm like, the rest is history. So I'm like, you just don't be afraid to ask because you never know. And at the very least, you, you create a relationship with this person that could be beneficial later. And that's that's hilarious because that's kind of what I did. I'm like, uh, what can I do? I actually went to my school counselor when I was a senior and said, hey, is there any way to get a job shadow at a radio station? And then, and then it was history from there on out from senior in high school to, uh, I guess, you know, what I'm doing now for that. So that that's really, really good to hear that you kind of have to put your foot in the door, just kind of break the door open sometimes to say, hey, I'm here. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's really I always- good. Yeah, I have a mantra I live by. It's like, oh, well, everyone's running around chasing each other outside of the box. The box is empty, so just go into it. You need to. 
where did you come up with that? That is very good. I, I, I picked it up off a TV show once upon a time, and I'm claiming it as my own now. So, <laughs> Can I ask what TV show, or should I not? I remember. Okay. It was, okay, don't make fun of me. It was Modern Family, but it was the most profound episode of Modern Family ever. <laughs> so, it spoke to me. And so it's a recent show, but <laughs> Modern yeah. Family. Yeah. Oh, my. What's your favorite TV show, then? Now we have to dive da- down to that. Um, yeah, I, I did. I, I really Besides like, Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I have watched Game of Thrones okay. all the way through three okay. times. Three times? Even the last season that nobody likes? I didn't mind it. So <laughs> whatever, whatever. I mean, it has to end somehow. But no, uh, I, I, I invested a lot of time into that show. Game of Thrones, really? Well, are you watching the spinoff now? A House of Dragon, yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Did you watch that three times already, too? No. <laughs> no. Once, but there's still no. time. There's still time. <laughs> Don't worry. You have two years before season two at this rate, it sounds right. like. Right. Game of Thrones. So a lot of the HBO, like Game of Thrones, Last of Us, and they those are higher production value. You no doubt about the see that. So uh, Modern Family for your quote. I love it. I'm not. You know what? I'm going to give you the credit, Andy. Okay? You get the credit. 110%. <laughs> uh, so, so just to wrap up here a little bit uh kind of going back and forth it's been fun definitely interviewing you here again and good to catch up no doubt about that uh is there any future plans that you have for maybe your career or kind of for a project or anything that you're lo- working on well i mean i'm always open to to new you know opportunities and whatnot I, but i am really happy with what i'm doing right now so i'm not you know i'm not itching to take on a whole lot more because at the end of the day i i'm kind of i'm at a point in my life where it's like quality of life is kind of what i'm focusing on i, I want to do what i love and i don't want to overextend myself because i want to be good at what i'm doing too so mm-hmm. That's 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 very good, yeah. And uh, it seems like you're enjoying North Dakota or Bismarck specifically too, and that's always good to hear. You know, coming from a different state, having a lot of young people that come here and they're enjoying where they're living in North Dakota for that. Besides the winter weather, I feared so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sick of winter, and I've been here all my life. So <laughs> don't even get me started. I'm getting a little bitter about it. Yeah, but it's fun. yes. Yes, you know what? I hope we never have a storm again like we did in that one April. That was just annoying as can be. So we'll we'll skip the weather part of North Dakota, no doubt about that. Um, Is there anything else you would like to add? You know, that good old broadcast question that everybody asks. Is there anything else? Um, you know, not that I can really think of. I, I just thought it was funny you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. We used to work together it because we never actually met each other face to face. And so after we didn't work together, like years later or something like that, we ran into each other at this event. And I'm just like, oh, hey, I know you kind of, sort of. It must have been, was it last year in Bismarck? Yeah, was that yeah. one of them? Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think I ever met you besides teams because I think it was a lot of, you know, you're Bismarck, I'm up in Minot, and it's like we're still in the same company, but it's just like, yeah, and that was the first time I ever met you was down at that event for our two different career choices and all that that we're doing now. So, yeah, that that, that was uh, – now that you mentioned that, it is kind of funny how we always just had team meetings together. So. Yeah, that was it. That was and it. then we were going to start a podcast, guys. How do you think that would have went? 
I honestly think it's it would have been good. I know it would have been good. I still don't know what we would talk about. Maybe lifestyle choices. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Bring me back on. We can we can keep it rolling. Oh, we can do that. Maybe we should have a Oh, you're giving me an idea. Don't you give me ideas now. You're gonna like Andy with lifestyle on the audiovisual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> She she's like no, just stop, Kyle. Just no. I have no comment. No further comment. No comment. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> it's okay. It's been fun, Kyle. I really appreciate you having me on. Yes, and I, I have to say thank you again for um, coming on here to the podcast, kind of to help support me in this hobby that I'm doing to really scratch the radio itch that that you and I both well know that it's just like when you're in radio, you just can't leave it, even though it's changing. I think day by day, no doubt about that for sure. So Andy, thank you very much and good luck to all your future endeavors. No doubt about that. And uh, can't wait to hear you on the radio here. Thank you. You betcha. Okay, uh, I'm going to delete my questions now because I probably overprepped. So give me a sec here. No, just, just okay, kidding. that's fine. I am like your worst interview because my computer's going to die. So I'm going to grab my charger. <laughs> I should play Jeopardy music here. This would be a perfect moment. I'm so sorry. I've got my cat interrupting. I just, you know, I swear I've done this before. You, you wouldn't know. I, know. I, 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 I really want to keep this for the video side, just for I don't know. I, I think it would for, be good. Keep it for the for the like blooper reel. The That's blooper the, reel. Yeah. I think we just have it go just smooth as could be. And I just lost my headphone jack here. Give me a second. <laughs> Do you want to try counting down from three again too? Well, this interview has really gone off the rails. I love it. Okay, we're back. We're good. We're, we're back. We're back. <laughs> That's hilarious. Your cat and then your charger and oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's see if we can get back on track. Maybe, maybe not, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> I'm so sorry, Kyle. <laughs> see, this is why our podcast never happened, okay? I couldn't it get it been great. <laughs> It'll be great. That reminds me. That that reminds me. That's a good way to start. That would be a good way to restart here now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>